1515 now probably presents the wrestling roundtables, the raw, the bad, the ugly, the weekly podcast where we tell you what we like, didn't like, and what was just flat out horrendous. It is your favorite tag team partners, me, Sterling Pro. It's Miller. Man. I ain't even gonna hold you. I really ain't watch wrestling this week. But I still got some shit on my mind. So, without further ado, do you have a match to watch for? Uh, yeah. My match to watch for from this week is actually from, um, AEW Dynamite. Um, definitely gotta give it to Ray Phoenix and Pac versus, uh, the Young Bucks. If you didn't watch that tag team match, uh, you definitely need to. Another five star from the Young Bucks. And it was also the Young Bucks debuting. They're Fuck them guys. Overly, <laughs> they're over they're over the top heel angle. And if, if you're not understanding why uh, Sterl has these sentiments, mm-hmm. one of the things that the Young Bucks pur- purposely did because they're sneakerheads. And they purposely did this. They got the, I guess there's a was, new d- it, it the Dior. The, yeah, yeah. Those Dior ones. Okay, Dior Air Force ones. No, 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 no. The Jordan ones. Oh, the Jordan ones. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know. So Jordan ones, and they purposely creased it. Now, if you know the Young Bucks, the Young Bucks are sneakerheads, so they wouldn't normally do that. But he purposely, <laughs> Matt purposely <laughs> took a pick, bending. <laughs> Every sneakerhead in the world who's a wrestling fan was like, "I'll fucking kill you guys." <laughs> yeah. What is it? Like ten thousand dollars a pair man, or something like fucking that. Fucking the Dior's, man. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. Yeah, they expensive. Yeah. I don't know if they was ten thousand. I mean, they might go for ten Gs now, but not yeah. when they first came out. Oh, okay. Yeah, but in any event, the um the match overall was just insanely good. I didn't expect for Pac and Ray Phoenix to win at all. Um, but that being said, sometimes those are the best matches when you don't think somebody's gonna win, or you're fairly certain that they're not gonna win. But the match is so good, and you're like, well, wait, maybe they will. That's how you felt watching that match. And I'm not gonna do it justice by calling out spots. So. Um, when you do get a chance, I'm sure it's on YouTube. Um, if not, you can get it on DVR because I believe a lot of those episodes are um, available on DVR. They might be for uh, AEW Dynamite, but yeah. Yeah, they was originally two thousand. They they are going for anywhere up where between seven to eight. I mean seven to uh, ten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, Young Buck, Young Young Bucks versus. Ray Phoenix and Pac from AEW Dynamite this past Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, news and rumors? Um, WWE had their annual spring cleaning, as you would say. Um, and part of uh, Chelsea Green was one of the people who was released. Samoa Joe. Um, I was surprised about Chelsea Green. I was surprised about Chelsea Green myself only because... Because I would have got rid of Dana Brooke. She just got hurt. Mandy Rose. And they didn't like... She didn't... I feel like she just didn't get a chance yet. I'd have got rid of all they trash-ass women wrestlers. Yeah, we're aware. I'm aware. But it's not not in Vince's plan. I, I just didn't understand her getting released when she didn't get a chance to do anything. Not saying that I personally feel like somebody else should have replaced her. Just that... Like, if you didn't give her a chance, you don't really know what she could do. So, um, on the bright side of things, everybody thought there would be a lot of NXT releases, and I didn't hear any. I don't know if you did. I heard it was coming at a later date. Well, okay. Well, out of all of those, the biggest names were Billy Kay, Peyton Royce, the Iconics, um, and then Samoa Joe out of everybody. Uh, The thing with Samoa Joe that people are wondering is he wasn't cleared by WWE doctors. Now, saying you're not cleared by WWE doctors we've learned over history doesn't necessarily mean you're not clear to compete. It just means 
for whatever reason, the WWE doc, I don't know if it's risk, whatever, because the same thing happened with Daniel Bryan where they wouldn't clear him and then magically he gets cleared. Edge, we keep going. Mm -hmm. So, whatever the issue was, for whatever reason, Kurt Angle, even though Kurt Angle's developed it. Kurt Angle, I always keep separate just because I guess he really was hurt and he was masking it with, you know, taking painkillers and it just got worse. Not saying that they couldn't have helped him out or whatever, but I feel like their decision kind of pushed it over the edge for him where if they were able to maybe work with him a little bit more. But that being said, with Samoa Joe, nobody really knows where he's going to show up. Um, funny thing is that the 90 days is up around the time Slammiversary happens for Impact. They still got a, a 90-day no-complete complete yeah, calls? Of course. Andrade was different because he asked for a release and they gave it to him. These people didn't ask for a release. They were just released. Yeah. Um, so that being said, it'll be interesting to see um, where he ends up, where a lot of these names end up. Um, going from there, um, yeah, fun times. Um, Dan Housen. If you guys don't know who Dan Housen is, I suggest you look him up. He is uh, he's very funny, but also a very talented wrestler. He's in ROH right now. Um, <clears throat> I love his gimmick. Um, he was on uh, Conan O'Brien's podcast for where Conan uh, it's called Conan Needs a Friend. He was on there and he did a great job. So I expect to see him doing a lot more with ROH and them trying to capitalize on that because they're big on those type of things. That it? Huh? What? Oh, I thought you were about to say something. Nah, I wasn't. Oh, I heard you say, uh, and then I was waiting and then nothing happened. Okay, uh, Mauro. Uh, Renola, I always mess up his na- last name, but that's okay. Um, he's actually going to be returning to wrestling as a commentator. He's going to be uh, announcing the match between Kenny Omega and uh, Rich Swan. Fuck, man. The- <laughs> Joey Styles, I told you. I want <laughs> I knew you, I knew what Joey you Styles and Mauro Renolo to just call a match. That fucking match would be so hype. And then they just need to add Tom Phillips just to calm it down a little bit. Tom Phillips. <laughs> That's hilarious. Shit, I need that in my life. And so I needs that. Um, and uh, uh, oh yeah, one last thing. Uh, if you follow New Japan Strong, the finals of the uh, the New Japan USA Cup is going to be Brody King versus Tom Lawler. Which, uh, if you're an indie fan, this is like a dream match. So it's going to be very fun to watch that match. And remember, the winner will be named the uh, inaugural or first ever uh, New Japan Strong Openweight Champion. Um, so that's going to be cool. And I think they get a title shot against John Moxley so for the U.S. Championship. It's going to be interesting. Man, I forgot he's still holding that title. Yep. That match with him and Kenta was so good. Yeah. I just wish it was in front of fans. But yeah. One day. But anyway, that's my news and rumors. All right, then. Let's get right into it. The Raw, the Bad, the Ugly. What was your Raw, sir? My Raw, um, I'm going to give it to Dynamite as a whole. I thought it was a really good episode. And um, I feel like considering, and again, I don't want to play this whole WWE versus AEW thing. But considering how Monday Night Raw went. And how SmackDown went. Dynamite and NXT were the refreshing shows for the week. And seeing NXT's audience rise. And then seeing um, uh, AEW do almost uh, a million and a half viewers, I think it was. Um, is really dope. And it I feel like it shows that 
And, you know, I say my Raw as a whole is NXT and AEW. I say that because both the shows were really strong. And to me, you know, they're supposed to be below SmackDown and Raw, but they had the best shows. And it's usually that way. And now with them being separate, I feel like this could light a fire under Raw's ass or whatever. SmackDown has been pretty good here, in, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part. Um, I'll talk about this past SmackDown, but I feel like AEW and NXT took that, uh, I want to say that, that, that momentum from WrestleMania weekend and also the momentum from now not being, you know, opposing each other and fans having a quote-unquote pick mm-hmm. to put out really good shows. Yeah. And further storylines, great matches, give you some suspense for next week. It was just all really good, and it was like, wow. And um, so I give them props because when you don't have competition, as yeah. we've seen, you could just put out what you, what you want and want. get yeah. the Because I feel like everybody was going to kind of watch or they were going to get enough viewers because Mike Tyson was on. But... AEW hasn't phoned it in yet, and I didn't think they would, but they put on a really strong show. I was like, man, this is a dope-ass show, and I don't have to change the channel to check what's going on at NXT just to make sure. And same thing for NXT. It was a dope-ass show, and I was like, man, I don't got to change the channel <laughs> yeah, to check what's it. on Dynamite. I just keep watching this, and yeah. So kudos to both of them, and I hope they continue um, capitalizing on the fact that you have this audience that's free, mm-hmm. focused on you, just you. No other switching, I'm watching you. So now you got your chance to captivate that audience and pull in more. I think that is the raw, though. Like, for me, NXT moving to Tuesday nights Mm. allows us to be like, I can watch wrestling on Monday. It's kind of hard. If I can make it. If I can make it. (laughs) I can watch wrestling on Monday. I can watch wrestling on Tuesday. I can watch wrestling on Wednesday. I can take a break Thursday. And I got wrestling on Friday. And then there are going to be times where I'm going to have wrestling on Saturday. And I'm going to have wrestling on a Sunday. I mean, as a wrestling fan, it may be overkill for some people. But then you don't have... You cannot... Like, this is the greatest thing. Like, you can... Like, I don't look at it as overkill. I look at it as opportunity. Because, for the most part, people are wrestling fans... Mm-hmm. And even casual wrestling fans will watch good wrestling. Yeah. And so now, like, if it's not on Monday, right? Mm-hmm. You don't lose, like, and you miss Raw. Yeah. Tuesday, there's a show. So I like wrestling, you know. Wednesday, there's a show. Thursday, if, you know, we're like, man, I, I don't really watch wrestling anymore. You know, I know a lot of people who are like, I don't watch wrestling anymore because Mondays I got to work. And so I just can't catch, I don't get a chance to get into it. Now you're like, well, shit, there's this other wrestling show that comes on Tuesdays and I don't work Tuesdays, so I watch that. Or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what's awesome because in a whole, as a whole, it helps the wrestling business because then they see John Moxley because they don't you know, normally watch, you know, this guy. So when that new show starts for AEW, they're like, oh, well, shit, I need to watch this because I like John Moxley. And that's just... Impact moves are Thursday nights. They are on Thursday. Impact is on Thursday? Yeah. Let you know how much. So then you actually do have wrestling. Yeah, they, they, yeah. We definitely have Monday through Friday. There's wrestling. Yeah. Then you got and then. Let you know how much I like Impact. ROH comes on like all the goddamn time. I don't. ROH is on. If you have yeah. Stadium or any of those channels or Comet, it's on like every day at some point. Yeah. So you just can't miss ROH. Turn it on. Just <laughs> they even yeah. say look at your local listings when they tell people to watch. They're like look yeah. at your local listings for. I don't even think we have Comet. Yeah, but you got Stadium. 
Oh yeah, yeah. And then there's other channels that Sinclair owns. So as long as, if it's a Sinclair channel, ROH is on it. That's the biggest thing. Oh good. Yeah. So. Yeah. Random five o'clock in the morning. I'm like, what? Yeah, Shane Taylor? If, yeah, I don't know if I could do that. No, I know. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm up. I just don't know if if I'm just scrolling through the channels like that. Yeah. At that time, I'm still. I'm in my phone real quick, and and then I, and then I put on the TV, but um, but yeah, what was your bad, sir? See, I had a, I, I, I don't want to harp on it too long, but my bad is, I feel like releasing Samoa Joe was a mistake. But not a mistake enough to be my ugly. As a fan, I'm bothered because I feel like Samoa Joe's good enough to wear, like like uh, Renee said, like how do you drop the ball with Samoa Joe? Like watching some of his promos, his even his earring work. But then you know that he had like concussion problems. But is it really concussion problems? Does he just not fit a mold you have? There's so many questions, and that's what bothers me the most. Is that I just don't understand, like, what the motivation... Like, why couldn't you figure out something for Samojo? Like, after watching that promo that he had with um, Brock Lesnar again, remember in Roman Reigns? Yeah. After, and I'm like, how is it that y'all just couldn't figure it out? You couldn't give him something that actually worked. And then at that point, when he was like, I want to come back and wrestle, you're telling me he can't help Raw? You're telling me the best you could do with Samojo is behind the desk commentating. That's the best. There's nothing he could contribute to a shitty-ass Raw. That's the crazy part. Which I think, that's the positive news about it, right? Right. You know he wants to further his career. And one of those things where I'm pretty sure he told them, I, I still want to wrestle. They probably like, yo, we'd rather have you on commentary. Um, and he probably just like, yeah, I'm tired of doing commentary. I want to do that when I retire, actually retire. Right. <laughs> and stuff, because he is I'm, good. I'm still active. Man, he was so good on the damn commentary. Yeah, he was Knowledgeable, good. I mean, on point. Um, it's one of those things where, I don't know, man. I think it's a positive thing, but I think it's one of those things, too, that we... It's like what we was talking about Chelsea Green earlier. All these women wrestlers that are fucking trash, and this is the one that you get rid of. <laughs> it's just like they're fucking atrocious. Lana, it, dude, doesn't it go back to what of what we always can go and say? This is a Vince problem. He has a type, and he rather keep that type. Because he thinks that's what everybody else wants. Mm-hmm. He still hasn't caught up with the times. He's out of touch. And well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say he didn't catch up with the times. He still has a little bit of a nostalgia with. I want to get these females over, Because mind you, man, we sitting here talking about Chelsea Green. He let go of Mickey James too. But again, I, I, it's one of those things where I say it's bad and good because I feel like the real problem is you're, you're not creative enough or get enough input from these people who are knowledgeable in wrestling, right? Yeah. 
that you can't figure out something to do with them. That's the biggest thing. Like, I don't think it's a talent thing. or It's, I don't know what to do with Samoa Joe. And it's crazy because you got a three-hour show, you got a two-hour show, and then you got a two-hour show. And you <laughs> can't manage to fit these people in. It's like, like I said, because NXT does a pretty good job at this. We don't have to see everybody. It's been a few weeks since we saw Zaylee. But guess what? But they do things to keep them. It's kind of like yeah. what AEW does. They throw in a poem, yeah. a vignette. It yeah. takes 30 it's seconds like, of TV time to show that person like waiting on their next opportunity. You know, just little things. When, yeah. when we were younger, they used to have those all the time. You're like, man, so you, you don't know. forget about them. Right. Yeah. You, not even forget. You promote them. Right. Like, hey, you know, in two weeks, we're going to see well, Jake yeah. the Snake back. Yeah, you He's have got a lot to say. So you don't forget about yeah. it. I mean, um, but yeah, this is just, I don't know. I think that's the thing that's most upsetting, though, is that you know that they released wrestlers that they actually could have used, and they kept wrestlers that are straight up trash because the iconics were working and they fucked that up. Billy K, period, was working. And then you fucked that up. You put instead you said, Oh Natalia, you're gonna team up with Tamina instead of having Billy Kay with Tamina. And I think I made that point. I think uh Zach, shout out Zach Tolliver. Um he was like, Oh man, maybe we're gonna get Natalia and Tamina with the tag titles. And I was like, No, I don't want that shit. And the reason why I didn't want that shit was because I don't want to see Natalia every Monday and every Friday. I just can't do it. Won't do it. I would turn the TV off, and it didn't even matter how good Tamina might have been doing. Natalia's a part of that, and is, and she's a pretty serviceable wrestler. I just can't tolerate her on my TV. <laughs> I just can't. Some people, they love her. And I like Natalia. I just, I just don't like her character. And I ain't talking about real life character, but you're right. You're talking about the yeah, character yeah, they portray yeah, on yeah, television. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's pretty trash. But um, I wonder if we're gonna have a hot tag on this ugly. Oh, are you ready for my ugly? I'm ready for mine. Oh, go ahead. The raw after mania. A partial hot tag. This is just. Because I'm throwing Look, SmackDown in there, too, on mine. Okay. And I didn't watch SmackDown, so I can't sit there okay. and say that. But Raw at the Mania usually is always good. We get NXT call-ups. We get Matter of fact, you know what the fucked up part is? We expected NXT call-ups and shit like that. And what did we get? Fucking releases. <laughs> it's just it's like, I mean, I'm just saying, though. This shit was so trash. And then they had the nerve to let Drew McIntyre win again. To try to face Bobby Lashley. And then we get a new Hurt Business. And I like Donovan Dijak. Yeah. But... If it's not broke, don't fix it. You had a hurt business. You don't need to unhurt. Yeah, you gave him somebody bigger. And you said we wanted this dude. To... And he beat Drew McIntyre clean. 
clean. Some people might say, oh, no, it's still a dirty finish because MVP distracted him. No, he put him in the hurt lock and made him tap out, and that negates the distraction. Period. Because you made him tap. Big stars don't always tap. Well, no, matter of fact, he didn't tap. He passed out. Yeah, he passed Whatever. out, but... Which he did a horrible job selling that too. I was going to say, it wasn't great pass out because I was like, wait, what's... Yeah, yeah, because he... Like, and then at the end, he got back up and I was like, well, wait, stay down a little longer if I'm yeah, supposed to believe you. Like, i seen dudes get choked out in UFC. They don't ever get up this fast. Yeah, like... They usually got to ask what happened. Stumble? What did you do? Something. Where? Who First was off, it? Where am I? No, here's the part that's fucked up about it. Because... You got to remember, he didn't, like you said, there's people that got choked out. You didn't get choked out. It was, the pain was so unbearable that you passed out. How the fuck do you get up right after that? How do you end up being alert right after that? They were better off just making him tap out. That's how bad he sold that. Mm -hmm. And... And it's a shame because Drew McIntyre is a is a respected wrestler. He should he should know better. Like I gotta sell this, um, and maybe they told him don't do it because we're gonna set you up to wrestle this guy again. So do it this way. Look, WWE has a problem for whatever reason for allowing the storyline to move on. Instead, they allow it to stay stagnant. Mm -hmm. Just like with Kevin Owens. I think at a certain point, it just became stagnant. Just let's move on from this. And they was almost about to do it with Daniel Bryan. And it was just like, but it ended up working out. Right? Um, New Day with Retribution. Let's just move on. Especially when it's not working. Um, what other storyline? It was a couple of storylines. The WWE just refuses to move on from, and we stay in this. Oh, the Randy Orton. I was just gonna thing. say, yeah, the yeah. elephant in the room. Fuck! I mean, it was like, man, how long are we gonna stay on this? This same story, especially when you fuck up the ending. Like, you fucked the ending up so bad that it was just like, what the fuck did I just witness? Yeah, I mean, it's like reading a good book and then that ending is just, what the fuck is this? Womp, womp. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But, um, but Raw was atrocious. And... Raw After Mania is always usually talked about in a positive way. It's usually a good show. They usually do some things because it's a reset. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like anything was reset whatsoever. And I didn't like the Charlotte promo. I don't hate, every, I don't hate Charlotte Look. like everybody else. But I also didn't, like, I feel like they gave her some shit that was going to give her bad heat. Like, y'all didn't do her no favors. That wasn't a good heat promo. That was a, 
basically like you I know you guys are sick of me. I'm just gonna be around more. Too bad, so sad. Suck it. The problem is too. I'm like, like, why is that the process? And I said this. You, she's given a promo. The promo was good, right? It's as good. far as on the surface, I said, but the promo was still trash at the same time because she's the given a promo. Matter. She's given a promo like this before. And I don't follow her. They said here, and she's a company yeah. girl. Okay, mm-hmm. when I feel like she should be like, bro, I I haven't. This the problem with Charlotte is. She hasn't changed. You know, I'm making that my ugly. My ugly is how they do in Charlotte. Because it's just not... There's no progression. No progression! And that's their fault. There's no dimensions to her. With Ric Flair... Because that's the comparison people want to use. Everybody, we've gotten a change. We've gotten a change in Bailey. We've gotten a change in Becky Lynch. We've gotten a change in Sasha Banks. Right. Charlotte has been the only Because even when she was a face, they were still giving her, like, the whole queen gimmick. They've never humanized her, brought her to our level. Mm-hmm. And you can't expect us to... She's going to be a heel forever, or a tweener forever. Mm-hmm. She's never going to get that baby face The only way want. she can get that baby face is if she started losing. You gotta make her lose. Yeah, but even when losing, because she's lost before. Mm-hmm. It's not so much the losing; it's the presentation. No, no, no. She hasn't lost, lost. I feel like she right. has to, like a Becky Lynch. Man, you got me mm-hmm. out here every week, and I'm taking L's. And is but you it forgetting, still has to, forgetting that progress her? Though. Yeah, forgetting where you came from and what you were. I'm a 13 times women's champion, right. and then like and then progressively. That's what the there. biggest part. Because she could take L's all day, but if every yeah. week she's coming out and talking about how she's the queen and the standard bearer and the bar and all this other bullshit, is never we're never gonna feel like even if she's supposed to be the face, she's never gonna get that full appreciation. Becky Lynch didn't yeah. come out just like she had to go through something to get to the man, right? Yeah. And that's why people like the man gimmick mm-hmm. because it was like, yo, she went through some shit. She got yeah. a face bust the fuck up. Like, yeah. she went through some shit. She mm-hmm. ain't been through shit. So, even when she lost, it wasn't, it didn't get taken like a loss. It yeah, was like, yeah. well, you know, it's Charlotte. She'll be back. Nobody believes she's ever going to stay down. Yeah. So, nobody gets behind her because it's not and, fun. And I think the problem is it's because you're not the best wrestler. You're not the best female wrestler on the show. Mm-hmm. You're, you are damn good. I won't say that, but you're not the best. And when you see how they do somebody like Oscar, when you watch that Oscar match with Rhea Ripley, and you you watch the the first Oscar match with Rhea Ripley, Oscar saved her. From a couple of botches. If you go back and watch some of those matches, it was some botches that Rhea Ripley had that Oscar figured it out. Yeah. She thinks so fast. It's natural to her. Yeah. This is what she does. I mean, it was some things that she couldn't save her from, but it was it was yeah. some botches that like, yo, she saved that shit. So I've seen Charlotte get in the ring. And it become that fucking bad. She's so not into the match that it plays out in the ring. 
You think about the... I think it's damn near every time with Lacey Evans. And every time I watch those matches, I'm like, you know, Lacey really ain't fucked that up. Charlotte, you don't want to fucking this up. Mm-hmm. Like, you're fucking this up. She's actually doing her job. And you're the one that's fucking this match up. And I'm just like... And I have to say that Lacey Evans is the greatest female wrestler of all time. It's just that she was actually doing what she was supposed to do. And I seen Charlotte just not into it, botching certain things. And it's like, yo, you're the the leader in this ring right now. You're supposed to be calling the match. Remember when Daniel Bryan first went against Roman Reigns? Mm-hmm. And this is when Roman Reigns was babyface and all that shit. And it was that like fast lane or something, right? Or what was that called? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was something. Yeah, and that's when we really got to see a great Roman Reigns match. But we know it was great because you had a ring general like Daniel Bryan in the ring calling that shit. Hey, do this, do that. Not to say that Roman didn't call some of his own things, but I think Daniel Bryan was the first wrestler to really kind of put Roman over as far as a wrestler mm. in the ring. Nobody else was able to do that. But Daniel Bryan was able to do that. Charlotte, you got to do the same thing. First off, this is how you get more female wrestlers. This is how you get on the show more often. Is by elevating your talent. You have to elevate it in order to get somewhere else. In order to further the movement. And I don't feel like when it comes to that aspect that she's done that. Outside of with the other four horsewomen. But go ahead sir, you're ugly. Uh. Just to kind of sit my hot tag, I'll kind of go on to SmackDown. I feel like SmackDown being kind of the, as far as quality rise, being the, the, the flagship bearer um, and consistency with the main roster, is kind of disheartening to see they put together kind of a kind of like what I was saying Dynamite and um, NXT did. or They, they did the opposite. Yeah. They decided, well, it felt like we'll just put whatever out there because you got to watch it. Mm-hmm. It's how it felt. Nothing really made you be like, oh, man, this is crazy. There was nothing in, in, that made you jump onto Twitter or call your boy, text. Did you see that? Nothing. It was just a regular SmackDown. And I feel like the SmackDown, especially with how you tout SmackDown to be, you know, so great now, mm-hmm. which it has been, you have to do something great to keep that momentum going. You can't stop. Um and I just feel like there, when you watch it, just feel like there wasn't a plan for after SmackDown. Like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, now that Mania is over, here's what we're going to do next. It just was like, all right, SmackDown today, guys. And that's what bothered me. I just feel like there there wasn't, if there is a real plan, why are you waiting to put it into motion? It should be right after, rest, when strike while the iron's still hot. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what they say? Yeah. Do that. Don't Thanks. wait. The only positive thing is that we got to see Cesaro confront Roman. Right. 
But it also wasn't, but that's what I'm saying. Like, there was nothing, like you said, it, nothing that made you be like, oh my God, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Not a thing. And I just, for a After Mania show, I feel like that can't be. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta come with it because it's been like that for so long. Don't stop. And that's when you had no competition. Like, don't. Yeah. I, I, I would imagine that the promos are going to be pretty good, though. Especially given the fact that Paul Heyman has always been high on Cesaro. Mm-hmm. And obviously, remember, he lost his job because he wanted to push Cesaro. So, so I mean, so the, I think this is going to end up being good. Um, it's just unfortunate that Cesaro won't win that universal title off of him. Um, but then again, stranger things that have happened. Mm-hmm. Maybe it will happen. Who knows? Maybe they want to sit there and be like, okay, let's give Roman a break and then put it on somebody else and then Roman, you get it back. A, tra- a transition. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Um, but uh, you got any near falls? Not really, man, because, again, both shows were, for me, Raw, I, I will say this. It's not a negative near fall or anything, but I, I, one point I want to make out is I did like the uh, debut of Anthony Agogo for AEW, if anybody watched. Um, if you don't know him... In the UK, he's a huge star. He, like His boxing record is ridiculous. He had to stop boxing because of an eye injury. And you know how mm-hmm. that goes with boxing. If you can't see, they don't let you yeah, yeah. box because you're a danger to yourself, basically. Um, but he's wrestling. And what I liked for his debut, it felt like an old school WCW debut. Remember they have a dude debut mm-hmm. and you'd be like, and not necessarily just Goldberg, but they'd have a dude debut and you'd be like, okay, who's this dude? And it, not that he would do 37 moves or anything, but you'd be like, this motherfucker like, is impressive. He didn't do it a liver shot. Yeah. But the way that he hit the punch, it was like, you felt it. Like, you were like, oh, shit. And then the way the ref was like, Paul Turner was like, oh, fuck. And the dude sold it. It worked. Yeah. And I'm a move guy. You know me. I like yeah. moves. And if you're not doing a lot of moves. But that got me. I was like, I wasn't expecting a gut punch to end the match. But then I thought about it. I was like, yo. This dude's a Golden Gloves boxer. Like, duh, if he punch you in your shit, you're fucked mm-hmm. up. You ain't getting... Yeah. It's not just a regular punch move. That's, yeah, it's yeah. a punch. Fucks you up. I was like, that's smart. And I feel like it was getting me back into the mode of realizing you don't need... You don't have to... It's a DDT is a DDT. sell it. That's it. It's all about how you sell it. Because I present. told you, yep. you were like, man, I don't like that he used a full Nelson. I said, but do you see how he does it? Yeah. It's so... It looked like it hurts. It does. Like, when he had Miz in it, remember, I was yeah. like, is it, this is a little too long. I feel like you need yeah. to let him go. I feel like Miz is hurt for real now. His really fucking arms look like when Randy Orton, they did the Randy Orton with the snake arms yeah. and stuff. That's how the Miz arms looked. Like, like he and his eyes look like, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> He's getting flung around like, that's enough now. Hilarious. Yeah. Man, you know what I like in my near fall is this. It's Bobby Lashley. Being able to go out there and and face somebody like Matt Riddle and still put on a fucking good match. Matt Riddle still got a lot of offense in. And then he demolished him at the end. So all the while, you could be like, Matt Riddle was coming. It wasn't really the plan either. 
Yeah. Because uh, they're shorthanded. They won't say why they're shorthanded, but they're shorthanded. Okay. But, hey, it worked. And everything. And him with his fucked up lip and everything. <laughs> you know, he took one hell of a knee strike from uh, from Seamus that night before. Because his lip was all fucked up. But, um, but yeah, that's the only near fall I got. Obviously, I didn't watch too much wrestling and everything. I just want to uh, remind the Young Bucks to fuck you guys. What are you doing? <laughs> that hurt my soul when I saw that shit. But then again, that's your money that you spent. But it still hurt my soul. As a sneaker purist. I was like, As a sneaker purist. I said, what, what are they doing? But um, other than that, uh, be sure to check out 1559. Uh, I forgot how I was going to end that shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Check out 1515F and all of the content. Be sure to rate, subscribe, review to the podcast. Find us on um, Apple Music, uh, YouTube Music, Stitcher, any other podcast platform you choose to use. Uh, You go to the podcast sections and stuff like that. You just type in 1515F and you find a podcast such as Equal Opposites, Love and Hip Hop, The Rundown, Wrestling Roundtable, Studio Flow, and Slurring the Truth. Also, click on the Amazon banner and go support the site. Um... Buy whatever. Summertime coming, you know what I mean? You may want to start getting some pools or whatever. Inflatable pools. Uh, Father's slip Day and coming. Slide. Oh, yeah, Mother's Day coming first, though. Yeah, that's you, true. You can't forget about that. Oh, man. You see, usually this is the time where we get the ROH show. Always happens on Mother's Day. Um, probably won't get it again for a second year in a row. It's unfortunate. But either way, go. Click on the Amazon banner and go support the site. We greatly appreciate it. And with that said, it's me, Stroll the Pearl. It's Miller. And we out.